Welcome to Startup Confidential. What food and beverage industry players will never tell you that you need to know if you're running a startup. Let's do this. Welcome to episode 66, why blitzscaling doesn't work for consumer brands. It's all about adoption, adoption, adoption. Or more scientifically said, the formation of consumption habits in everyday life. Add in the immense oversupply of brand choices for any one consumption occasion, not to mention the dozens and dozens of categories available for us to pick from on those occasions, and you get a very complicated fragmentation of demand, especially in food and beverage. This fragmentation means that shoving large volumes of product out into an omni-channel environment before you know if it can grow quickly on its own merits risks delivering you a very expensive false positive. Consumer brands can grow quickly, but they have to use the initial years to find their optimal heavy using tribes, learn from them, and then feed back those consumer learnings into package design, line optimization, marketing, placement strategy, and many other growth related touch points. This is above average extra credit work for sure. But if you want to be in the top 2% of brands growing exponentially, then it's mandatory. The continual coverage of unicorns and the national business media tempts naive founders to think, oh, no, no, I just might be the one. The one who can simply explode out of the gate with virtually no iteration. Yada, yada. Wouldn't that be nice? The hyperfragmentation of demand and oversupply of innovation in the U.S., most of it highly derivative innovation, feeds us all tons of white noise as consumers. And it is not our job to filter through it on behalf of you, the founder. We are not archivists of consumer marketing. We just buy things. And so we won't until we have a very pointed reason. Now, expecting someone to rationally quest for their $1,200 cell phone is reasonable. In the world of consumer brands, however, there's little research, so to speak, except in supplements. Instead, there is a very rapid scanning and reaction to symbolism, languaging, and symbolic arguments on websites and on packages, most of these arguments being cultural in nature, i.e. highly irrational. The prices and the stakes of purchase in consumer are so low that we default to the most unconsciously held logics to make these decisions quickly about new brands. The process of generating trial that leads to habit and habitual consumption works well for founders when the consumer has been preloaded with an argument to try the brand, often through a sample experience or word of mouth from friends and fellow tribespeople. But I found that brand habituation could take several purchases in CPG, which in turn could string out over months if you're not widely distributed. That's a hell of a lot of time in which to forget your trademark or where they bought you, both of which will interrupt demand at the individual level. My point here is that you have to be incredibly memorable to break through the cognitive clutter in consumer goods, and this takes time. Time. It would be much easier if manufacturers in CBG only sold case packs, like if that was the convention. Then consumers would be staring at large volumes of the product daily in their home and be constantly reminded to keep using it. But it's not how we sell or buy new CBG items. Or is it? Liquid Death just demonstrated that pure case pack trial is possible for a brand new brand. 
and they did it in 2019 using edgy ads most would honestly not dare do. But they were memorable to the right tribe. They got through the signal clutter with a small group of folks who were networked. But they too needed time to reach folks beyond the initial punk metal niche that they used to start. And luckily, they do have a memorable can, which makes mineral water fun and not stodgy. Regardless of how you generate memorability, it has to happen. And this takes time. It doesn't happen in weeks. Blitzscaling doesn't allow any time for founders to learn or to iterate. It presumes that all the pre-launch work was sufficient to get to scale, even if it's half-assed. Now, in the world of technology, hmm, this may be easier to pull off because we, the user, let's be honest, are buffoons in the face of new technology that doesn't have well-worn uses that we already understand. Most of us still tend to defer to new technology if we even pay attention to it. But even the target audience for a consumer brand has zero desire to defer to the brand. Consumer products just aren't that fucking important. Any one of them. Consumers symbolically dominate consumer brands in our society, especially early on in their development. We're buying experiences and outcomes, and you know we may come to value a brand over time, but only according to how the products perform. We are skeptical for a reason, because we've all been burned many times in CPG land. Oh yeah. If you've spat anything out at Expo West on the floor, hopefully not in front of the founder, Believe me, they're doing it at home too, folks. So ignore Silicon Valley blitzscaling and build a strong brand with fans at the core of your PL. You'll thank me later. That's all I've got, folks, this time. And remember, as always, be safe out there. Dr. Richardson's new book, Ramping Your Brand, is available now on Amazon. Please check it out and spread the word. And don't forget also to take his Founders Quiz to see if your team is ready to ride the ramp of exponential growth. You can download the quiz at rampingyourbrand.com anytime. And feel free to share your scores with Dr. Richardson anytime at james at premiumgrowthsolutions.com.